Hi, welcome to The Project of You, a podcast where a normal, everyday person and a psychotherapist and behavioral expert have conversations about life, healing, trauma, and relationships. So, you will find this podcast helpful, but please, for proper support and diagnosis, um, either reach to us through our website or um, seek help from your personal mental health. Um, supporter professionals around you so for today's episode for all the listeners out there who are currently in relationships or are open to being in relationships mm. in the future we thought we would or talk in past or in the past and they're yes. still struggling with the past trauma yes we thought we would talk about infidelity and Ooh. how you can bulletproof your relationship against it how you can secure your relationship hmm. against infidelity because it happens yes. and it's happening more and more these days yes absolutely right nusha um let's let's um define infidelity first okay so what is infidelity to you what to, you to think, me yeah. it's a it's a betrayal it doesn't even have to be an action mm-hmm Infidelity to me is, and we spoke about betrayal in a previous podcast in, where we said, yeah, in, in romantic relationships, yeah, so in, where we said it's a, a betrayal is when someone who owes you loyalty mm-hmm. does something that they know will hurt you if you found out. Yeah. And that's what infidelity is to me. It's, it's, you know, even if it's getting coffee with someone and you go, well, it was just coffee. If you know that that would destroy me, if you if you feel guilty about it, if you're lying to me about yeah. it, if you're being deceptive, then it's infidelity mm. to me personally. Mm. But what's what's infidelity mm. for you? Firstly, let me actually uh, point out to the word you use, just. Well, that's coffee. like I'm quoting. That's someone's excuse. They go, "It was just coffee," and it's like this is where you actually should become more sensitive. I'm very sensitive to the this. word <laughs> just. <laughs> It's just shutting you off. It's trying to minimize. Trying to mm-hmm. minimize it. So mm-hmm. the word just is not a good word to be used, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's the intention. It's just the a intention. friend. Yeah. It was just a coffee. It was just a kiss. Mm-mm. It was just a text. Yeah, it yeah. Was so, the word just is, the moment you hear it, just get a little bit more curious. Yeah. But infidelity... For you, yeah. In in general, infidelity Mm -hmm. is when you are being unfaithful to your romantic partner, to the person that you had the full commitment. Mm -hmm. And the agreement was that you both going to enter um, um, a monogamous relationship. But even in uh, poly relationships or open relationships... Cheating can still occur yes. because it's it's stepping outside of the boundaries that you've established together as a yeah. couple. It's about that first boundary setting you mm-hmm. have with your partner. Yeah. That you have a kind of a contract, whether it's a spoken or unspoken, that you two are going to be fully committed with each other. Mm. And when that boundary is broken, whether it's physical infidelity, yeah. whether it's emotional infidelity this is um where relationships are in danger yeah and and the 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 truth is that um the most even the strongest most perfect relationship are at risk that's a terrifying thought not even strong relationship 
I'm going to tell you, even the most loving relationship mm. is in danger of in, un, infidelity. Of infidelity. I, you hear it. You see it all the time. Yes. You go, no, them, mm. him, her. Yeah. You never expect love. it. Yeah. You can see yeah. that they are in they love. They were so perfect for each other. Yeah. And, and they are in love. But this podcast today in particular, we're going to be talking about how you can protect your loving um, a strong relationship. Yeah. We're going to talk about when the infidelity happened, maybe in another podcast. Okay. And when the couples start creating that disconnection, you know, emotional disconnection mm. and being more prone to infidelity and cheating. Yeah. We also will talk about it in another podcast. Yeah. But today I want to talk about preventing, preventing infidelity, mm. even if you know your partner is loyal mm -hmm. your partner is loving you mm -hmm. and your partner is very committed there are steps that people need to take to prevent their relationship okay i'm all i'm all ears i'm all ears for this okay great um so what would be off the top of your head is there is there like how many what are the what's the system what are the rules <laughs> how what do i do and what do our listeners do okay First, I'm going to talk about and bring your attention towards lying. Okay. Lying even about simple things. Okay. Because every time you tell a lie to a partner or being lied by your partner, mm -hmm. you slowly, slowly, it's like putting that break in the wall by bringing up a wall between you and your partner every time mm -hmm. a lie has been exchanged. And that's really what it feels like. It yes. really does feel like putting up a wall. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Every time you put a, if it's the tiniest lie, yeah, white lies, yeah. white lies, it create that wall. And when that wall is created, the gap start building up between you. Mm. And this is where, yeah. The infidelity can, can come in, yeah. sneak into your relationship. Because you do become isolated from yes. your partner. Yeah. Even if you're sitting right next to each other, even if you're spending every day together. Absolutely. Absolutely. The problem with the white lies, and eventually it comes out. Mm. I don't know how. This mm. is just the rule of the universe. Mm. And when it does, and, and the, re uh, the listeners that are tuning in right now will relate to this so much, where you find out something and you go, well, what else have you been lying to me about? Mm -hmm. And it starts to destabilize the trust. And there. if you say nothing, that's another big lie. Yeah, because then you go, <laughs> well, how, yeah, that's a lie. And you go, well, how can I, how can I believe you? How yeah. can I trust you? Okay, so yeah. being honest where possible is a great first step. Yes, first step. Yeah. Be honest with your partner, even if you know what you're going to say, it's going to upset your partner or it's going to have some consequences. Still, it's this is a way you're protecting what you have by being honest. So for the people that do lie, and especially these little white lies... I feel like a lot of people would argue that it's the same thing, that that's them trying to protect themselves. They're, they're protecting themselves from judgment or they're protecting themselves from a reaction or maybe they view their partner as very reactive and they're worried about mm. how it mm. will come across. Mm. How do you overcome something like that? I feel Therapy. like, yeah, yeah, I feel like I know what you're about to say. Um, yeah, I imagine with that, 
open communication is worth gold yes, in those situations. Absolutely. So yeah. do invest on um, on therapy if you are someone that is has um, a massive fear or severe fear of rejection, severe fear of being judged, and you have uh, been traumatized back. Um, you know, in your history, there are times that you experienced trauma. Do take action and go and seek therapy and invest time and money in learning skills on open communication. Yeah. Ask open-ended questions. And, and do and it as a couple because if one person is going and learning all of these amazing skills and the other person isn't, yeah. then one of you has great communication, but the other does There's no point. Yes. You need to do it yes. together, together as a unit. Absolutely. It's fascinating to me that you said honesty first because from my very limited understanding of okay as far as i know of i have no personal experience with Mm -hmm. infidelity in a relationship who knows (laughs) i'm happy to not know if i've ever been cheated on but from my limited understanding it's i assume it's from not feeling loved or or seen or connected to your partner no no not necessarily mm. it's, that's exactly what i say you still might be receiving absolutely you know a large amount of love by your partner mm. but those lies create the gap mm. and the gap is is a place that you are feeling um the you know the disconnection start happening and it's so mm. gradual yeah it's so subtle and the loving relationship yeah. is so gradual and so subtle that you don't know so most of the most of the infidelities start with for example just coffee just friends just yes coffee. yeah we're just having lunch mm. and often it does happen with the people that you know yeah. Oh, so yeah. If it's a colleague, yeah. If yeah. it's a friend, friend, of a friend, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's you, and you probably people have no intention when they go to have coffee or lunch. It might start with having absolute no, no intention. intention, and it builds. But then mm. the friendship start building. Mm. And another, the second um, um, point that I want to be talking about yeah. and you have to be very much aware of it is if you and your partner do have any problem please take it to professional and therapist do not discuss it with your friends okay. with your colleagues wow with your um someone outside of this relationship that's amazing advice but how and how does that pertain to infidelity okay i'm going to give you an example Mm -hmm. for example um i have a colleagues at work that at lunchtime we just have lunch okay okay this is a hypothetical i imagine yeah of course i I work i I work in private office so i don't have a colleagues to have lunch okay so hypothetically you go to lunch with a colleague with with a colleague yeah and there's nothing just being yeah friends and sharing lunch time in case i might have that night i might have a fight with my husband Mm -hmm. which is possible Mm -hmm. or in a few days, we have They've been, been distant. Been distant. And, yeah, okay. And then I start sharing. My friends say, oh, by the way, you look a bit 
sad today. What's going on? So I break the rule of sharing okay. what's going on in my marriage with this friend. Then she start feeling, okay, she shared something. I better start sharing something from my marriage to make her feel a little bit better. Yep. For example, or I feel like, oh, that was really felt really good. I felt very easy with this person. Maybe I can also start sharing something. It's not working in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Then that just lunch goes to the next level. You become each other's um, mm. counselor. Yeah. You allow... You comfort each other. You comfort each that, other. That builds you that. You allow the other person to enter into your most private part of your life, mm-hmm. which is your intimate relationship. Yeah. And then they might start feeling... Talking about their childhood trauma with you. Mm. And then you go next step And you're comforting each other. A little bit Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. And then those lunch turn to offloading your issues, your problem. So then every day you're looking for that lunchtime. You're looking at your time. And you you gradually begin to replace your partner with this person. Yes. So when something happens, this is the person you text instead exactly. of texting your partner. If you're, yeah. Yes. And and are we talking about, and I'll have a follow-up question to this. Are we talking about just like people that you would be attracted to? So the opposite gender or same gender, if you're pretending to that, like we're not talking about a straight woman can't chat with her female coworker about this, right? No, I'm actually exactly talking about that. Uh, you're talking about all of it. Talking about that. Because your friend, even if it's your straight friends, and mm. say you're straight, you're straight friends, they're not in a position to give you proper advice. Yeah. Or proper guidance. Yeah, yeah. It might be like, oh my God, this is so difficult. You should leave. Or like, we should go out and just drink tonight. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And One then it happens. led to another. But then the next level is yes you're talking to your um, yeah your opposite sex, sex that you're yeah. attracted and obviously things can escalate okay here's my follow-up severely. question and this does not have to be this is this is i'm just curious okay because i know what my answer is but in your professional opinion mm-hmm. do you believe that let's assuming that they're heterosexual do you believe that men and women can be just friends platonically I know I'm putting you on the spot. I don't uh, think I don't think it's possible personally, mm. but there are so many women that would argue that it's absolutely possible, and they absolutely have male friends. I personally don't think that it's ever one thousand percent. I do have male friend, but would you hang out with them one on one? Yes, heterosexual. I'm not talking about your gay guy friends. I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not talking about you and your gay guy best friend. I'm talking about another straight, like a straight man. Hmm. I, I, look, I think even if there's attraction, but that attraction doesn't necessarily have to be um, sexual attraction. To me, it's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's just, and I'll tell you why. You're saying don't, like offload your relationship drama to your 
girlfriends in the office yeah. just in case that that might lead to eventually down the track you mm. guys go out for a girl's night out and you cheat cut out the middleman do i i personally feel like if you're if you're going out and having dinner with the opposite like if my boyfriend was going out with a female best friend first of all female best friend is just not on the cards <laughs> sorry that's my personal you know that's my boundary but yes. um i think that that really opens you up to risk and we're talking about risk management that's that's literally what we're talking about risk Absolutely. management how do you bulletproof your relationship don't go out with don't go out with, with your... don't go out with opposite gender and have these one-on-ones because what's going to happen eventually if you're if you're too eventually drunk or if you you're will in the... get close that's it eventually you will get close yeah. eventually you will start sharing intimate that's aspect it. of your life and and even if nothing happens what if your girlfriend is so insecure about it that she then goes and is is mm-hmm. unfaithful because of the insecurity so it's yeah. just to me it's yeah. just yeah. too much so risk so the rule works both ways yeah so you're not sharing your intimate um yeah aspect of your relationship with someone also you also put a block if someone's going to be doing it with you okay that's a okay so that's step three. yes yeah yes you go i'm i'm your friend and i'm always you know here to help you mm. but not in this regards mm. i'm not qualified I'm to not give you qualified. this yeah exactly i don't want to lead you the wrong way yes, yes. well you can just be empathetic like you'd be like that that must be hard yeah just be a good listener yeah but don't share any advice and certainly don't feel like now i om- i also have to share something to make the other person feel comfortable mm. does it make sense yeah absolutely so just sharing your intimate aspect your relationship especially the areas that you have issues should not be discussed with anyone outside of your relationship unless they're a professional unless yeah. they are professional unless you're going to therapy so keep that open um line of communication very open mm. and discuss it and put boundaries around it especially mm-hmm. if you're new in a relationship or if you're in a relationship and all of a sudden you find out say your partner start talking about the fight you had last week with their friends or mm. with their colleagues or even with family this is where you're coming in and you put a boundary yeah we not none of us are talking about our issues outside mm-hmm. of marriage with someone else yeah that's a great that's great advice yes so that's the, se- the second rule i think we're I up to rule three rule, yeah rule three, three. Yes. so what's rule four um rule four always always create a time just for two of you without being involved with the life work if you have children children families so the the times that actually is designed to bring you closer to each other so get to know your partner's dreams get to know your partner's worries mm. get to know because if they don't share it with you they will go and share, share it with, with someone, someone else. else yeah absolutely so you want you want to be the person that is actually sitting in and go 
what is it lately that it's mm. worrying you? Mm. What What's your ambition? What are your goals? What are your dreams? Let's talk about it and let's share it. And always update your love map. Okay. So what is a love map? <laughs> <laughs> the love map is when you know everything about your partner. You know what they like, oh, what they, what don't, they don't, like, don't like, what their triggers what are, what their triggers are, their what boundaries, mm-hmm. their dreams, their, um, you know, they, they, the things that they keeps them awake at night mm. and makes yeah. them wake up in the morning. Mm. And so you get to know your partner very well. Have that time, put it in the calendar. If your life is so busy, have it in the calendar that you can say, okay, Work can wait, children can wait. Um, we we have to come together and connect, and create a ritual around that. So a, a form of ritual of connection. Mm. Name it something. Say it's time for. You know. Yeah. Updating our love map, yeah. for example. Let's do it. So have time for each other. Everything else won't have any meaning like I've seen clients um, I've got people that they experience infidelity in their life and mm. unfortunately when uh, when it's happened it's like having um, uh, comets in um, galaxy those um, comets comets yeah. comets it's it's like a comets mm. so it has um, trail that comes with you for years after even if that infidelity doesn't exist anymore Mm. in that relationship the partner says i'm sorry let's get back together they're working in it they're still coming to therapy but the trails of comets is uh, it's there with infidelity so Mm. that's why it's so important that we um guard ourselves and our relationship for infidelity not to happen yeah and don't be sure i've seen people they go oh my partner no way that you know he cheats on me or you see women for example there's a huge trend for um before male were more uh, susceptible to infidelity Mm mm-hmm now the new trend is more women. Yeah, I have seen statistically women are more yes. likely to cheat, especially with. Have you heard of micro cheating? Yes. Micro cheating is is so huge. It's the mm-hmm. you know a, a little flirty email at work or a little just like these little tiny Start things that from there. that if you if you put it in a court of law, it yes. doesn't. You look completely innocent, but there is that little intention. It's a start of that. The moment you start crossing a boundary, yeah, whether it's micro or is macro, it's the same. The result is going to be the same. Yeah, and the reason women are um, becoming, you know, they taking, um, you know, upper hand in yeah. infidelity is because more women going to work. Mm, that's true. And yeah, that they're more exposed to it. Yeah. Other men there that they already were susceptible to infidelity so mm. it create that environment that bubble. it's a perfect environment and just if you are listening and you've experienced infidelity please don't ever think that it was your fault or that 
it was a shortcoming on your end. A lot of the time, infidelity does take two people. Um, it's you and your partner and you mm. will be able to reflect back and realize where you can be accountable in that occurrence. Mm. But sometimes infidelity happens because you are in a relationship with a cheater and they're going yeah. to cheat. And even if you are wonderful and perfect, and even if the communication is there, even if you've put the time there, even if you're loyal, the boundaries are there. Sometimes you are unlucky enough to be in a relationship with someone who does that compulsively. Yeah. And they, they need therapy. Yeah. It's not your fault. This is just a really great way to prevent it in the future where, where possible, mm. where you do have mm. power. This is how mm. you can exercise mm. it. And I told you before, it, it can happen with two good people. Yeah. can happen. Um, and the reason for that is that we are human. Yeah. And we are constantly, and we are being electrical being mm-hmm. like, when you receive some positive um, energy yeah. from someone, you're gonna re- you're gonna react. be warm yeah. and you're gonna be fuzzy and you're gonna be attracted to them. Mm. So, becoming attracted to a warm other warm being, it's very natural. Mm-hmm. It's very natural. And I said that can happen between two good people. Yeah, they get attracted. Just but don't this cross is, the line. This is where you put these rule, yeah. rules and boundaries and yeah. regulation that I know you might, you know, you might see someone or I might see someone that we might be attracted to physically and emotionally. What can we do for not to act on that attraction? Mm-hmm. So it's very important. It's not always doom and gloom. It's not always no. negative. You know, this person is a bad person or is a cheater or that, which what you're saying Sometimes is very can right. happen, yeah. Which is very right. Yeah. doesn't matter what you do, this person is obsessed. It's going to do it, yes. yeah. But most of the time, so it can happen It's unexpected. anybody. Most of the time, it's it shocks anybody. people, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much for your expertise, you as always. Now, check out our website, www.theprojectofyou.com.au. We have so many free resources, more podcast episodes. Check out our Instagram, mm. The Project of You. Yes. And, and and let us know what else do you want to know about infidelity. Like mm. if you have a question, if you are uh, in doubt, um, send me your question, and I'm happy to answer answer your question specifically. Um, it's if you are feeling jealous um, about your partner, uh, as long as it's not a unreasonable jealousy, I would say take that on board mm. and um, sometimes being becoming jealous that means you are becoming in tune yes check out our episode on gut feelings because yes. we actually have this exact how to tune into your instincts because sometimes your body knows before your brain knows yes exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly so we would love to hear from you and yeah that's thanks about so it. much thanks Take for care. tuning in bye bye